Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Hello, my name is Matt, host of the Pirate History Podcast. Pirates rank among the most mythologized and romanticized of all historical figures. It can become easy to forget that pirates were real people that had real-world concerns. If you like tales of high seas adventure, daring do, and also want to learn more about who Blackbeard supported to be king, you can learn more about all of that at the Pirate History Podcast. Hey, y'all. So, on last week's episode of Southern Gothic, we went on down to Montgomery, Alabama and visited Catherine Tucker Wyndham's alma mater, Huntington College. There, there's this apparition of a young woman dressed in red who's been wandering the corridors of Pratt Hall for almost a century. Well, that ghost story, The Lady in Red, is an iconic Alabama ghost story, and it's helped cement the school's status as one of America's most haunted college campuses. But just like Catherine Tucker Wyndham isn't the only famous author to come out of Huntington, the Red Lady ain't the school's only spook. There's another one, and he's known simply and endearingly as Frank the Library Ghost. As early as the 1980s, Students at Huntington have claimed to have run-ins with Frank, a mischievous but friendly poltergeist who seems to be more interested in getting attention than causing destruction. And hardly anything is known about who this spirit was in life. He's got no origin story or connection to a historic figure that would account for his presence in this almost century-old library. In fact, Frank didn't even have a name until the 90s, when student workers just assume that the spirit must be male due to the deep-throated moaning sounds they frequently heard echoing through the book aisles on the top floor, while others have claimed to hear Frank's disembodied voice as a whisper. Despite these chilling sounds, the peaceful poltergeist is probably best known for moving things. The director of the library, Eric Kidwell, who's worked in the building for over 35 years, confirmed Frank's affinity for slamming doors and moving books on Birmingham's local CBS affiliate. Kidwell told reporter Malik Rankin, quote, the doors in the original part of the library are solid oak doors. They're heavy. A draft is not going to move a door. Yet Kidwell claims that on more than one occasion, These doors have slammed shut with seemingly no outside assistance. According to the library's website, there was also a wheeled office chair that was said to be Frank's favorite, as in the mornings, it was often mysteriously found in a different location from where it had been left the night before. Unfortunately, the chair's infamy was its demise 
and Frank's chair disappeared completely during the 2013 and 14 school year, although it was believed to have been stolen. The website claims, quote, Frank was not pleased, end quote, but they didn't elaborate on exactly how forcefully he expressed his displeasure. Perhaps most unsurprising for library ghosts is Frank's fondness for playing with books. Often books that are known to have been put away are later discovered back on tables and open, despite no one having been in the area. And the spirit has also been known to actively push them off of shelves, deliberately misfile items, or even stack them where they shouldn't be. Obviously, whoever Frank the Library Ghost is, he's certainly more of a prankster than a spirit who would do any actual harm. And if there are any negative repercussions to this haunting, it's merely that students have lost their ability to concentrate in his presence. Despite his antics over the years, Frank has garnered enough of a reputation at Huntington's Houghton Memorial Library that there's now a work area designated as Frank's study. Notably, his space is directly across from the Catherine Tucker Wyndham study, and although she never wrote about Frank the Library Ghost, she certainly helped put Huntington on the map of haunted universities, giving way to Frank's own infamy. My name is Brandon Schecksneider, and you've been listening to Southern Gothic. Southern Gothic is an independently released podcast, written and produced by Brianne and Brandon Schecksneider. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a Patreon supporter. Not only will you help us sustain our growth and continue releasing episodes like this one, but you'll receive access to special members-only content and swag. The link is in the show notes. Lucky Little Shacks.